I am Scott Steele, this is Crying Dad episode 11. Enjoy. Crying Dad. We're a day late again. Recording this on Saturday the 9th of May. I do try and get these out on a Thursday or Friday, but they've just just been just been busy with nothing. Now I've been busy with the kids and everything. So if I'd recorded this yesterday, it would have been madness throughout. Well, not madness, just loud children and a thousand questions as I was trying to explain my take on the world. A nice week. Lovely weather yet again. I've been taking this this weight loss that I'm aiming for, taking it seriously. Been running like a madman. The legs are coming back. Convinced myself that I'll be able to run a half marathon again in the next six weeks. We'll see how that goes. Wife's been doing a lot of running as well. She's been absolutely killing it. Smashing it. She always she always hated the idea because I used to say to her, you know, that, that it was quite a therapeutic thing to do and it was enjoyable and it's a good form of exercise. And she just never connected with it. But the past two weeks she's been out there but the hell nearly every day working her way up. So aye, aye, a couple of runners here. Couple of runners. <laughs> Is there anything more boring than someone telling you about marathons they've run? I was that guy. Not anymore. So we'll just cut it to that. That I'm enjoying being back out there. Getting the sore legs. Getting the Vaseline on the, the thighs and the nipples before you go out. Chafing as a... Chafing? Chafing? That's a real thing. <laughs> what else has been happening done my weekly shop the little run the other day and <laughs> found it's much better going about half six at night which is about the time of recording this just now uh, things are starting to get back to normal so now you go in and you're able to get whatever you want whatever you're looking for pretty easily so that initial panic about us Running out of food or, or toilet roll is, is coming to nothing. It was just people panicking and about the stupidest things. There must be people in their house with a spare room just still filled with toilet roll from eight weeks ago. Numpties. When I was in there though, there was uh, it was quite quiet, so you, there was keeping that two meter distance was fairly easy. There was a couple in front of me that were looking up and down the, the veg aisle and they started chatting to one of the guys that worked there and they were saying uh, oh so so what's it what's it like here in the morning because this is this, this seems not too bad quite quiet and the guy's like ah the, the morning and mid-afternoon tend to be quite busy and uh, there's a long wait outside and everything and this guy's like ah I know we just 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep away. I just, I hate coming places like this. And I couldn't help but listen. And he's just told the guy that works in Lidl that he hates coming places like this. The place where this poor fella is coming day after day. <laughs> dealing with people's madness. Either dressed up in hazmat suits or coughing all over the oranges. Now, I don't know whether this person that said that to him has later gone away and gone, ah, oh, maybe that was a little bit insensitive. Should have maybe kept that in. That poor fella's having to go there every day and work. And I've said that I would hate going there to pick up my cornflakes. Because that's what I would do. If I say something stupid, almost instantly, I'll go, that was, in my head, never out loud, in my head I'll go, that was really stupid. Why did you say that? And then I'll start thinking, what does that person think of me? But then I've just said that. And then you just, it, it spins in this cycle for sometimes days that you'll say something really dumb and you don't know where it came from because it doesn't even match who you are. Cause, so that guy might be not that thick to think that that was insensitive or he might just be that dumb and he's, he's no thought about it twice. I did see him a few minutes later discussing which rice pudding would be best with his wife. That was a that was a good two minutes to discuss that. So I was starting to build a profile of the guy. But I've done that before. Said silly things and then overthought it. There's there's a couple uh, that me and my wife used to go out for dinner with or we went round to their house. We haven't seen them much since our kids were born. I don't know, we just drifted apart. My wife and this other woman used to work together. And regardless of where we were, I always, when we met up with them, said at least one thing that made me look like I had an IQ of eight. And I'm I'm not saying I'm I'm an intelligent person, but I was certainly a lot smarter than I was making myself appear to this couple. But every time we met up with them, I would say something ridiculous or made me seem a bit simple. Because they one time we were at their house and they were showing us their back garden that they'd been doing some work in. And they said, oh, and we've managed to grow some vegetables here. And they said, and, and here we're... We're, we're growing our own potatoes and it's brilliant. And I said, oh, what would you use them for? And the woman just turned to me and went, well, we eat them, Scott. And that was it. And she just kind of continued on, showing us the garlic she was growing and, and where they hoped tomatoes would grow. But in that moment, she has thought, obviously, because that was a dumb question, what else do you think we're doing with potatoes? What I was trying to say was, or what? Or just that—that's nice. You can make your own chips whenever you want, or mash, or whatever. Instead, I've just asked, "What do you do with your potato?" And sounding like an absolute moron. 
And this kept going on. Every time we met up with him, I would say at least one or two stupid things. So then rather than addressing it and going, listen guys, this is really daft. Every time we meet up, I know I make myself out to be not clever. I don't know what it is. It just seems to be... Maybe I get nervous after I've, I've made myself look foolish two or three times, so now I get more nervous, and then I'm going to make myself look more like a dick. But instead of doing that, I went with the strategy of when we met with them, getting drunk really early, so that when I said the dumb thing, when my wife met her on the Monday back at work, they could just go, ah, it's cool, it's just, ah, he was, he was drunk, that's why he asked about your potatoes. <laughs> Aye, potato chat, potato chat for the week, so it's done. Uh, I've not seen them in a while. I'm sure the next time I bump into them somewhere, I'll say something ridiculous. Dumb arse, man. Oh, it's been a, a wee happy week. One of our friends uh, had a little, another baby. Another baby, my mate, uh, his wife had a little girl. And before I had kids and my mates all had kids, when you heard someone had had a kid, you're like, ah, that's nice. Whereas now when you see a photo, you're like, oh, that's lovely. And it's the only time in my WhatsApp chat with my friends that there's a a, a level of decency when someone said, oh, baby was born at such and such this morning. Here's the name everyone's doing well, hope to get get home soon, and then everyone goes, congrats mate, next line, congratulations mate, next one, she's a belter, slash he's a belter, depending on the sex of given baby, but it's the, you maybe get 10, 15 messages of normal interaction between humans, then after that comes back the willy jokes or pictures of there's all there's a couple of mates always do this they'll send you a photo of something and you can see that the photo requires you to hit on it to enlarge it so it will be something like breaking new football news or breaking covid news and you'll hit on it and that bit's in the middle, and it's below it is just a picture of a massive penis. And it used to be now the guy knows who it is. He listens to this. He used to send one that it was a a tall black gentleman wearing a a hat, like a kind of Oasis nineteen ninety five. Teen the Park style hat I'm sure there's a name for them but wearing one of those and then he's got this like I don't know what's a big length a foot and a half long trouser piece coming out but he's switched up recently and it seems to be and again another black gentleman but sitting on a bed and he's fairly rotund and big, and then he's, yeah, 
yet again, this massive thing hanging out. <laughs> It looks like the beginning of a balloon animal. But every t- but the thing is, I'm sure there's, there'll be sometimes that he sends something on the chat and it's a normal picture, but everyone's a little bit dubious because we know that nine times out of ten, you hit in that photo, you, you're, you're going eye to eye with a penis. <laughs> We are grown men in our thirties, and that's that's the level we're at. So the only time there's we're half sensible people is when someone has a kid, and that only happens maybe once a year. I don't know how many more kids we've got between us now. I think we've got a football team between us. <laughs> What else is going on? Oh, can't wait. Apparently the Bundesliga, the German league is starting back again next week, I believe. So we can maybe have some some live football uh, as entertainment rather than live football quizzes, which I've partaken in quite a few. Quite a few. 1-1. One, one. I won, I won one this week. There was some terrible questions in it, but I managed to grind it out. Grind it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm quite enjoying the quizzes. I think when we all go back to whatever a, a normal life will be, pub quizzes are going to be a, a walk in the park. Everyone's knowledge will be Bunch of Einsteins cutting about. Not a big fan. I'm not a big fan this week of YouTube's uh, current uh, latest decision to kick off David Icke's channel. Like, I think they completely wiped it off of the website. I, I love YouTube, the platform. I use it all the time for watching things and listening to podcasts. But the, the great thing about it is that anyone can put something on there and it's a, a kind of advocate of free speech. Obviously, if you're going on there and you're, say it was something to do with terrorism and you were trying to convince people to take part in a, a terrorist act then something like that can get pulled down but he was kicked off because uh, I think it was because of his views on the COVID-19 and whatever else but the thing is he he should have the right to say I don't I'm not sure if if this is a, a hoax or if there's a conspiracy behind this or if this is been made up by such and such. I don't agree with him. The thing is real. I 100% believe it's real. But I've made my mind up on that because I'm an adult. So I can hear him, someone like him saying, oh, I don't believe this thing's real and it's a conspiracy. 
and whatever else he's said, this is the same guy that is trying to convince the world that there are reptilian people or reptilian beings at large throughout the globe who have been sent as some kind of Illuminati <laughs> to shape the... <laughs> I'm, la- I'm laughing at the 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 ridiculous nature of, of the decision to kick him off because of the COVID things. He's said a thousand crazy things. So you need to kind of let people have the 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 brain power to have someone saying that there's reptilian beings and uh, I think he predict once tried to predict a whole wave of earthquakes and tsunamis that never came to anything. So you kind of he's a, he's an oddball. He's a bit of a a nutter. Speaks very well. He's quite entertaining. I've watched some of his stuff purely for the entertainment of it. But he's a conspiracy theorist who has said crazy things. But he should have the right to say the crazy things. As long as he's not saying go and hurt people, go and kill people. And and maybe I'm being wrong. I think all he's been doing is questioning the validity of COVID-19 being a, a real thing. But he's also saying things like there's lizard people. I think he, he said like the royal family and, and previous presidents are all <laughs> like fucking iguanas or something. So you you can't you can't go, all right, him saying all those things, yep, that's cool, that's cool. Uh but as soon as he questions uh a disease and you go, oh no, you can't say that because because people will believe you. Trust that if if people believe him saying that, they are the same people that believe that there's the Queen's actually a Velociraptor. So what I'm what I'm saying, I'm not saying sticking up for the views that David Icke has. I'm saying that he should have the, the right to kind of free journalism or free speech again, unless he's saying, go and hurt people, go and do this. You can't pick and choose, because that gets very, very uh, along the lines of dictatorships and not allowing you to have to have freedom to, to access all information or all opinions that are out there, even though his is completely nuts and he's a screwball, but anyone in their right mind could look at any of the things that he's written and said and go, do you know what, that sounds a bit, that sounds a bit mad, but I'm just going to ignore the fact that you've discussed, <laughs> hold on, I'll Google, I'll Google some of the things that he said, uh, Right, he believed he'd been visited by a psychic who said he had been placed on Earth for a purpose, 
and would begin to receive messages from the spirit world. Whack ball number one, okay? There's clue number one that maybe he, he's not the full shilling. Uh, he then believed that he was a son of the Godhead and that the world would soon be devastated by a tidal wave and earthquakes. And he said this on BBC's primetime show, Wogan. Terry Wogan, R.I.P. Terry. And then he wrote a whole bunch of books. Uh, he's written some anti-Semitic things, apparently, in one of the one of the books, which then led a publisher to, to not publish them. That's fine. That's fair enough. If he, Again, if he sends things like that, racist and anti-Semitic stuff, then you... You bring him up on it, or you say you you try and stop that message getting out. <laughs> there we go. It claims that an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the Archons, or Anunnaki, I have had that out wagon armors before, have hijacked the Earth, and that a genetically modified human Archon hybrid race of shape shifting reptilians known as the Babylonian Brotherhood the Illuminati, or the elite, manipulate global events to help keep humans in constant fear. Thus, the Archons can feed off the negative energy this creates. <laughs> oh, hold on. He claims many prominent public figures belong to the Babylonian Brotherhood and are propelling humanity toward an Orwellian global fascist state or New World Order, a post-truth era where freedom of speech is ended. He, there you go. There's one. There's a wee problem that you get with conspiracy theorists. Apart from the... See, outside of the Babylonian Brotherhood part, the thing where he's saying keep people in fear so that freedom of speech is ended, that kind of stuff makes sense. He's not, he's not a million miles off with that. But the validity of his argument gets shot on when he discusses the reptilian stuff. See if he just went with, yeah, I reckon there's a, there's a group of people out there or a group of powerful or rich people who are trying to keep you in fear, such as the media, mainstream media. I, I believe part of that, the, the part of the COVID thing, they're, they're scaring the life out of people. And fear may, means that people will... will do anything you say, that all makes sense. But the the reptilian stuff, mate, you need you need to drop that. It just your argument becomes we can't listen to it. It's very hard. Anyway, I've gone off on David Ike, but there's that's just a couple of paragraphs about what he's spouting. You can't. I mean, you can't silence him, other than the anti-Semitic stuff. If all he's saying is that this is some kind of conspiracy theory, just let him say it and have the trust that if a person in their right mind hears that, they'll go, nah, don't buy that, mate. I think there are people getting really sick and dying and that this this virus is real, which it is. And... Maybe in a few months or years' time, we'll have more data to work with and we'll, we'll figure out where we went wrong or 
or if the, the numbers we were being told through the media were real. I, I believe things like that, that the media can sometimes either make a number up to be much higher than it is or much lower than it is, depending on how they want you to feel. But you need to let you need to let the nutters speak so that then when someone comes along that makes sense, speaks, they've got something to gauge it against. Who would I know? I'm just a reptilian being. I'm a massive fan. Massive fan this week of the UFC returning. Recording this on the Saturday, so it is due to be on tonight at maybe three in the morning over here. I'm not going to stay up because the kids are up early and also need to pay for it, and that's not happening. But I'm very excited to watch it in the morning. Maybe try and watch it without knowing the results. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, just it's it's been a while. I'm actually this was due to happen three or four weeks ago. UFC two four nine, and it got pulled the last minute. The someone wouldn't sanction it or something to do. One of the channels wouldn't go ahead with it, and I'm still a little bit nervous that it's going to get pulled last minute like I'll wake up tomorrow morning and they'll say something happened one of the athletes coaches tested positive so the whole thing had to be scrapped so fingers crossed it actually goes ahead I've got my bets on going for a couple of underdogs just looking forward to it I've enjoyed watching some of the replays of old football matches and old fights but actually having a contest coming up where you don't know the result yet is is exciting. It's that anticipation. And this week I've it's I've been listening to more podcasts about the fights coming up. I've been looking up the stats and the fighters and just getting that that thrill back for live sport. I can't wait. Cannot wait. It might be a bit strange though, because when you you watch it, the entrance music, you kind of hypes everyone up. The crowd either gets gets on their back or gets with them, and you can see the fighter getting pumped up. Sometimes they'll have their hood up and they'll come out and they'll have security guards, but you won't have any of that. I don't think there's definitely no crowd. I'd imagine there will be security, but don't know who they're really protecting you from. It'd still be, I think it'd be strange if they had the music on. Like you've got ACDC <laughs> blaring out and you walk out and it's it's just like you're walking into your living room because there's no one there. There's just a, an octagon in the middle of the room. Joe Rogan's at one side of the of it, I think from what I heard this morning, the commentators aren't even beside each other. So the commentary, again, will be different. So it's not like uh, I watch it regularly. So whoever, they'll kind of knock off on each other and they'll play off on what someone said or they'll both get excited and 
Sometimes you'll see Joe Rogan will grab Daniel Cormier and you'll be like, what? Because he can't believe what just happened. But he wouldn't have that. It will be like him watching it on his TV, on his own. So that'll be different. It'll just be interesting to see how it works out. I think it'll still be good. You've still got world-class athletes going against each other and trying to knock each other's <laughs> heads off like a bunch of gladiators. I think it'll still be good. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be 500 quid up in the morning. Anyway, enjoy your weekend. On a way to order a curry and have a few beers. See you after. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Tell more people.